Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. My name is Tammy, and I know if you've lived on the planet for any length of time, then you have walked through some fires. My goal is to teach you how to come out gold by helping you get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and make a strategic plan to live your dreams in a way that's reasonable for whatever season you are in. So buckle up, Buttercup. We are about to go on the best ride ever, the one where you stop waiting for someday, stand in your power, and go after your wildest dreams. It's time for you to start being the CEO of your life and your business. Are you ready? Then let's do this. Well, here we go. It's episode two of the Coming Out Gold podcast. If you were here for episode one, thank you. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. I hope you'll have fun and come back each week. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on the topic of community. Before we get started, though, we need to review the action we took at the end of episode one. I ask you to be aware of the choices you were making to see if they were being made because you genuinely wanted to do them or if they were rooted in the nasty S word, should. I hope you found a plethora of tasks aligned with who you are becoming and what you want out of life. I also hope you spotted some places where you were doing things because at some point in your life, someone told you they should be done. Now you can begin the process of digging up the shoulds that were planted in your life from others' expectations and cultural norms in order to start choosing tasks you want to do. Now back to chatting about community. As I always say, this podcast is for women who've walked through fire and are ready to come out gold. In my opinion, that happens best in community. You know, the whole it takes a village thing. So today we're going to dive into what healthy community is, how to cultivate it, and what I hope we create together for our community here. Many of you may be familiar with the author and business educator, Donald Miller. He's the author of one of my top five books of all time, Scary Clothes, among many others. Recently, he and his wife, Betsy, had a precious baby girl, Emmeline. The other day on Instagram, he posted a picture of her fresh from a bath with her little hoodie towel on. Bless y'all. But is there anything cuter than a baby in a hoodie towel? I swear it could just eat her little face right up. Anyway, in the caption, he shared his simple nightly prayer for his daughter. That she would have the wisdom to choose good friends and the ambition to create community. Whew, man, oh man. That would hit me dead in the heart because I think it should be what each of us is hoping and praying for, for ourselves, our children, if we have them, and for all the people we love. Because the truth is, with good friends and a supportive, encouraging community, there's nothing we can't do. I think this is especially meaningful coming off of what seems like 200 years of exile and isolation and social distancing. As we all start to step out of our homes and into the world again, it seems like many of us have forgotten how to interact with people in person. 
Seriously, have you been to Costco lately? It is treacherous. People do not know how to act. And, and I might be one of those people. But I guess in all fairness, it has leveled the playing field because we're now all socially awkward, bless our hearts. Where are you in terms of community? Has this last season made it better or seen it fade? Personally, I am desperate for community. I moved to a new area of the country during lockdown, which I highly do not recommend because it's made planning routes and making friends a real challenge. Since I'm a woman who loves people and gatherings and hugs, it has been brutal on my spirit. I literally feel like I'm dying on the vine over here and I'm not even playing. I swear I'm going to make a sign that says free hugs and just walk around hoping someone will take me up on it. Except then I remember the whole germ thing and then I chunk that idea at the window and run home where I don't have any germs here. Lord have mercy on me. I'm so tired of waiting for things to return to quote unquote normal. I've decided to just follow Donald Miller's advice and get ambitious about cultivating a community of my own with like-minded women. I want to be part of a holy uprising of women willing to step into our truest, most authentic selves so we can change the world together. I want to stand shoulder to shoulder with other women who are tired of playing small and are ready to start living into the full power and awesomeness of who they were created to be. Women done living a life built on the expectations of shoulds of others. For the love of God, can we all agree we have to stop letting people should on us? I'm desperate to find a community of women willing to bring their brokenness and their mess to a place that's free from judgment. Instead of presenting a bunch of filtered, false, photoshopped realities to the world, I long to lock arms with other women who will fight for their sisters instead of fighting with them or worse, against them. I'm desperate to create a safe place for women of all sizes and shapes and skin tones and backgrounds and cultures where we each take our place at the table knowing there's a seat with each of our names on it, a table where there's room for every one of us. I want to show the world that women are more than the stereotypes often portrayed in the media, that we aren't just catty, backstabbing, beauty-obsessed shopaholics. I want women less concerned about being an influencer and more focused on leaving an impact that changes the atmosphere for women today and for generations to come. I want women who understand there is beauty within each of us if we're willing to look for it and call it out. I long to create a culture of belonging and acceptance. I looked at the definition of community, and here's what my BFF Google told me. Community is a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And this is what we all need. A healthy community doesn't require sameness. It involves choosing to see commonalities more than we focus on differences. We are amazing wonder women. We are sisters, neighbors. We belong to this world with all its bumps and bruises, and we have a responsibility to do well by it. We can do this by creating an authentic community full of love, encouragement, and a healthy dose of accountability. We can do this by being for other women, even if we aren't for all of the same things. Let's face it, 
In most areas of the world, women are born into a patriarchal system. This system is not set up for us to win. Worse than that, it's a system where women are pitted against each other. We have been sold a lie that there is a finite number of seats at the table, and to claim one for ourselves, we must destroy someone else. And don't even think about practicing self-care either, or you just might get called selfish. Insert an epic middle school girl's eye roll here, because this is pure foolishness. And bless, but we have all been made into objects instead of living, breathing, feeling, amazing women. This system is set up for us to always be against other women. And it has created this cycle of striving that leaves no space for thriving. For all that the fight for equal rights has done, we still have so much to do. This became even more evident when 2020 brought hard choices and an overwhelming number of women left the workforce to care for and educate their children at home, while most men kept working and furthering their careers. I could go on and on and share statistics and cite studies, and yes, I know that's not the case in every single household, but the truth is we all know there's work to be done. And the first step for doing this work is becoming aware, because when we see things clearly, we know what needs to be burned to the ground, and where we need to do some rebuilding. Then, and only then, can we build a community that gives women back their power, their voice, and their dreams. And so here I am, tossing my hat in the ring to create what it is I long to come upon, what my soul longs to experience. And I hope you'll come along and join me in this too, because I can't build a community by myself. For reals, y'all, you have to come along. I heard someone say the other day that community is about getting into the ocean with people who won't let you drown. And that, my friends, will certainly be the kind of space I hope we create together. So how are we going to do this? I'm so glad you asked, lovey. Richard Rohr said, unity is diversity maintained and protected by love. So we start with setting a table where all are welcome, and then we promise to protect it fiercely. We lead with love and pour grace all over the table. We meet people where they are and we help one another get to a better place. We call out beauty in our sister and we celebrate her wins. We never compete because the truth is when she wins, we all win. Do you know Ianla Van Zant, a life coach? She uh, has a show called Fix My Life. Anyway, she always says, I am not my sister's keeper. I am my sister. And I believe she's right. We are one. And we need to stand together. And let's decide in advance to always assume the best of people because the truth is most people are doing the best with what they have and what they know. For those of you familiar with the work of Brene Brown, you will know that for this to be successful, we must be willing to step into the arena and rumble with some hard things. We must be transparent and willing to be vulnerable. And we must have healthy boundaries with ourselves and with others. To be seen and known is a basic human need. So building a community where that is possible for every single woman, it's what I'm after here. In all my trips around the sun, I've learned a lot about community and strength. I've learned that hope can be borrowed. Courage can be lent. I've learned that every time you step up to the plate to do a brave new thing and another woman sees, she feels courage stir in her soul to do the same. 
Every time you stand back up after falling and better your life and another woman witnesses your strength, she has hope that her life can and will get better too. That's why it's so important that women start to rise up and stand in the power they've kept buried for far too long. May we please become a tsunami of women rising. The other day I was listening to a podcast from the speaker, Jason Adam Miller said, marriage is an act of collaborative cultivation. And I thought to myself, the same concept applies to creating any healthy relationship because relationships are about a give and a take, a building and a yielding. Here's the real truth. My life, it isn't just about me. And lovey, your life isn't just about you. Every minute of every day, the choices you and I make send ripples that touch the people and community around us. For good or for bad, who we are impacts others. Now let's talk about a major roadblock to creating healthy community, and that's the concept of binary thinking. Our brains are designed to keep us alive, assess for danger, and ensure we stay safe. Think, you know, the caveman's got to survive the dinosaur chasing him around. With binary thinking, we draw lines in the sand. Think yes or no, right or wrong, good or bad, red or blue. Complex topics are whittled down to this either-or kind of choice. Sure, this helps us feel a sense of certainty, and, and it can be comforting at times, but it limits us. I would go as far as to say it handicaps us. Heaven knows of the last five years in America, there has been a massive push to create giant trenches that keep us apart. We've created camps where in order to belong, you must think and believe the exact same thing without exception, or suddenly you're considered an enemy. What the actual heck? Many have lost the ability to have civil, rational conversations with people who see and think and believe and yes, even vote differently. This only serves to build walls between us and others, but true community doesn't have walls. Corey, most of life is lived in the gray in between, and healthy, thriving communities provide safe places for people to come, to be seen and heard and respected, even when they look and sound and believe and vote differently. Heavens, the last thing in this world I want personally is to surround myself with only people who think and believe and look like me. I mean, if that was what I desire, why not just go it solo? Then at least I would know I was always on the same page with the other person and there would be no arguments because our thoughts were identical. Bless, but just thinking about it makes me sick to my stomach. No, I want a community with women who believe differently than I do who vote differently and worship differently and think differently and look differently. Isn't a stained glass window beautiful because of all the colors, patterns, shapes, and sizes within it? It's the differences that create beauty, that open the door to intelligent conversations, that bring learning and change and growth. And we need to be constantly growing and evolving and becoming better. We cannot do that if everyone in our circle is simply a mirror reflection of who we are, for real, y'all, that is boring. And I, for one, am not here to live a boring life. Decades ago, I had a conversation with a woman who said something to me about this topic that really stuck with me. She said she loved having conversations with people who didn't think or believe like her because she was always open to having her mind changed by learning a new perspective on an issue. And even if she came out without changing her mind, she left with a better understanding of the other person. 
that is how I want to live. That's the type of community I long for. I don't want to live so shackled to my own beliefs that my mind is locked into one place. And I don't want to be so prideful that I can't accept I could actually be wrong or at least be seeing things from only one side of the box. As most Americans have witnessed, this binary thinking has led to deep wounds and fractures. Families have been torn apart based on which side of the aisle they stand. Why on earth would we think this leads to anything but deep division? And when has this kind of division ever brought people together? Exactly never. So as for me and the community here at Coming Out Gold, I choose to set a table for all who wish to enter with open hearts and open minds. There's a seat for everyone willing to do the work and put in the time needed to make our lives and our world a better place. I pray it's a safe sanctuary where you can speak your truth in love and without judgment, where instead of fighting over details, we thank the other person for sharing. Where you're having a seat at the table isn't contingent on us all being cookie cutter versions of one another, or worse, versions of the women we quote unquote should be. So what do you say? Are you in? Do you want to be part of building something new? Something where we champion, cheer on, and challenge other women with respect and honor, where we give dignity and grace, where we rise up together and work to set others free. I really want your answer to be yes. Please let it be yes. I hope today's episode has helped you think about community to examine the health of your own and what you want and need from one. Most of all, I hope you will be as excited about being a part of building the Coming Out Gold podcast community as I am. We have all walked through different fires in our lives and as a result have countless lessons we can share to bring healing and insight to others. We can work on doing so with an integrity that helps us all rise from the ashes and live wildly wonderful stories. I truly hope you will join me by connecting on Instagram and Facebook, where we will have conversations about a wide variety of topics, all designed to make us better for ourselves and those watching. We are sure to have fun as well, and it is highly possible we'll get into some mischief too, because life's too short to be dull, right? I wanted to leave you with a little thank you for being here today as we chatted about community. So I created a PDF for you to download. It's probably my favorite quote of all time, and one I honestly base much of my life on from the incredible, amazing, beautiful Audrey Hepburn. And it reads, people, even more than things, have to be restored, renewed, revived, reclaimed, and redeemed. Never throw anyone out. I hope the words in this quote will serve as a reminder of what we can build together at the Coming Out Gold podcast. You can download it using the link in the show notes below or shoot me a DM with your email on Insta and I'll shoot you the link. And for your action step next week, take time to define what healthy community looks like for you. Then you'll know what you need to bring to the table when we're building it. Have a great week. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I really hope you'll come back next week. And I also hope you know that I'm so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've loved this episode, I would love for you to leave it a review. It really helps spread the word. You can also share it on social media and tag me. I will do my best to reshare it. And who knows, maybe you'll get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, please remember, 
I'm Coach Tammy, and I am in it with you, always. Talk to you soon, lovey. Bye. Thank you.